The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so thrilled you're here. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I am Sandy Scarlatta, America's happiness coach, author of Happiness Solved. I'm also a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach. I have a gold medal in ice dancing. I've been a certified life coach since 2004, and I've been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. I am so excited to share that my next book is coming out soon. I am a co-author in the fastest growing personal development book series in the world with Jim Lutz and Jim Britt. The really cool thing is that the foreword was written by the one and only Les Brown, and for my copies, I'm on the cover with him. If you would like a free copy when it's available, email me at sandy at sandyscarlotta.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so grateful for you. Today's guest is Vipur Kumar Singh. We're going to be talking about his debut book, The Billionaire and the Monk, an inspirational story about finding extraordinary happiness. You see, happiness is not an enigma for a select few, but a pearl of attainable wisdom for everyone. I'm in the middle of reading this book, and I love the contrast of a billionaire and the monk. And he's going to explain how he came up with that and what his inspiration was to write this book. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Vipur. How are you today? Thank you so much for joining me. I'm good, Sandy, and I hope you're doing well. And it's great to be here on the show. Yeah, so you're in you're in India, right? What part of India are you in? I stay in New Delhi. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, my social media manager is in India. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we've got yeah. we've got a lot of people here working. For you know, yes. multinational companies. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the group that um, the company that does all of the editing for my podcast is in India as well. <laughs> yeah, we 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 are really becoming the you know the the service capital for the world across yeah. across knowledge domains. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm just so beyond thrilled with the the quality. The, the speed at which they do it. I mean, it's just, it's been, a, it's been really, really great. They, they're really great. So thank you. Um, your book, The Billionaire in the Monk, in the Monk, you have it behind you, but for those of you watching it, 
his uh, Vibhor's publicist sent me a copy, and it's it is such an easy read. I love that, right? It's um, that's kind of, that's how I write too, right? You know, you know, we're not trying to create some sort of literary yeah. masterpiece. It's just like just just write it out so everybody can right. can read it. And um, but I love this, and it's an inspirational story about finding extraordinary happiness. And um, obviously, this is Happiness Solved Podcast. It's right up my alley. I love this. Um, I can't wait to finish the book. But I like on the back of it. I love what, what is written on the back. What if everything you have been taught about happiness is false? What if you realize that happiness is not a goal and therefore cannot be achieved? What if you discover that, that what if you discover that is that it is the ordinary path that leads to an extraordinary treasure. Yeah, I I love it because that's the one question because I, I am a guest on a lot of podcasts as well. It's like happiness is not a destination, right? It's a journey, it's a mindset. It's all about the mindset. So, so talk a little bit about that. But I also wanna know like what inspired you to write this book and, and like, like, how did you come up with this idea? See, I have always felt that, you know, we are about 7 billion people on this planet, right? And, uh, you know, there are some studies which suggest that about 100 billion people, more than that, have already lived on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that all of these, you know, whether it is 100 billion or more, have got up every day in the morning with only one objective, that how am I going to be happy today? You know, that yeah. is something which, no matter how you define happiness, it's the only agenda why we get up every day. And that's the only thing we want to achieve or attain. Now, this is something which is essential for everyone. Yet, you know, I believe about 99% of the people are not able to achieve it. And the simple reason for that is, we don't define our own happiness. We've let others define it for us. You know, and I think that is the tragedy and that is something which I wanted to address that, you know, you are the one who has to define what is happiness for you. Today, uh, we are living in a typical, you know, and I don't believe it's about today, it's always been. We are marketed happiness, right? We all believe that, you know, happiness lies in, you know, it's about what others tell us, you know. If you have an apartment, it's not good enough. You have to have a penthouse. If you, you know, have a bungalow, it's not good enough. You have to have a bungalow with a big lawn. Right? This is happiness the way it has been marketed to us. And most people have bought into that idea and they live their whole life chasing that marketed idea of happiness. And that is why they are never able to find happiness. So this is a very, uh, I found it, I, I think this is a very simple way to put it. That happiness is very easy. And it's something that what you do on a daily basis that adds up to your happiness and you don't have to have an extraordinary day you don't have to do anything extraordinary to be happy because you need to realize that it's happiness lies in the ordinary it's in the ordinary things that you know if you can be happy on a daily basis you're more happy than anyone else so this is the idea i wanted to put through in my book and this is something which i have believed strongly and uh, yeah it so happened that you know i was able to, you know, with the lockdowns happening last year, I mean in 2020, I was able to put these thoughts down and the story, you know, took shape. 
I love it. And I love the fact that you use a story to get your message across. Yeah. I, because I, humans are storytellers, right? Yeah. We've always been storytellers. And that's and, how we learn and that's how we grow. And stories are the only thing that remain. You know, if you are not taught in a way of a story, you're never going to remember anything. Because uh, it's human nature to, you know, live in stories. As I said, we like, we like stories because it gives us, you know, it connects us to our very basic child childhood, right? Every child loves stories. And all of us, no matter how much we grow, we love stories because that's one thing that is the innocence of life that we continue to have in us. So that is why I thought rather than putting it through that, you know, do this, do this, don't do this, I thought it was better to, you know, put it as a story. And I think it's come out to be a very good one. I love it. I love it. So my first book I published in 2009, and it's a novel for young adult fiction. And I had the same same thing. It was like, because I was, um, I'm a retired uh, U.S. national and international figure skating coach. So I've worked with a lot of kids. And I wanted to get my message across. So, so, so it's kind of like it's a it's a self help book, but in the form of a story okay. because kids are not going to read that, right? And um, the second book was never published. It was finished. Was never published. So I'm in the process of I put the first and the second together. I'm going to update it and then finish it and get it back out there. Um, but I love that. I love that because the story just it just really resonates more. When you, because you're making it more related. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so why the billionaire and the monk? Was it the 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 stark contrast that you wanted to demonstrate? So the billionaire represents, you know, your ambition. It represents all the material things that we want to keep in life. The monk, on the other hand, represents your thoughts, your ideas, your mind, your emotions. So that is why I thought that it was very important that, uh, you know, uh, people understand that the billionaire and the monk are actually all within us. There are days in which you are all about ambition and then there are days in which you are all about reflecting. There are days in which happiness is defined by what you have won and then there are days in which you define your happiness by what you, you know, what you have been able to give. So I think the billionaire and the monk for me define, you know, and every individual has a billionaire and a monk inside. So that's why I use this. And that is why I have not named them because I didn't want to, you know, give them any identities apart from the fact that, you know, they are two different thoughts. I love that. I love that analogy. That's really great. And we do have days like that. And I think, and I think, when we have those, the contrast of those days, we need to embrace it. You know, like I, I was just thinking when you were talking about, it, I was like, yeah, that was my day yesterday. It was all about reflection. I didn't get a lot of work done, and then that that voice creeps in. Oh, you, you should do this, and I'm like, stop. I, I like have to like, right? Because sometimes your mind. You know, I'm like this. We all hear that voice, right? Right. We all hear that voice that you've got to pay the bills. Yeah. You know, I'm a high achiever. And when I'm not operating at that level that I expect of myself, I I start to be like, and then it was like, okay, stop. Just, just go with the flow today. Just go with the flow. And I, 
I just did a lot of that self-reflection. And I, I like to throw that in because I want the listeners to get that, like, you know, even though I'm a happiness coach, right, I'm saying with air quotes, that doesn't mean I'm happy all the time, right? And I think that that's the biggest problem that people, you know, they sit there and they they set these expectations. Well, I shouldn't be feeling this way or, you know, all those shoulds and should nots. And it's, and it's okay. It's okay to feel the full range of emotions. It doesn't mean that I'm not happy. And also that's something that, you know, in the book, because a lot of people have got back saying that they think that uh, the monk will have all the answers and the billionaire will have all the questions. But that's not true because, you know, like you correctly said, you know, uh, everyone has their set of problems. Everyone has their set of questions. So even though, you know, you may, to the world, you may appear to be, you know, as you just said, you know, a happiness coach. There are days in which you yourself need someone to tell you. So that's one thing which I have covered in my book that, you know, no one is, we are all looking for the questions. And sometimes it is more important than the answers. So, so true those empowering questions. Because if you, if you say to yourself, what's wrong with me, your brain is going to come up with a million things of what's wrong with you. Right? <laughs> so we don't want to ask ourselves those questions. <laughs> yeah, but you need to, but you need to at times, you know, uh, you know, your path of self discovery doesn't happen without question. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So it's very important to know what question to ask and when to ask because if you don't ask questions and you keep on accepting all the answers that the world is throwing at you, the world has a tremendous capability of generating noise. So you can't just let it do that. Right. That's right. That's right. So tell me a little bit about you because usually I start out that way, but I was so excited to talk about the book. So I want to hear your story. Like, how did you get to where you are today? And what is your background? Those kinds of things. So I, 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 I've studied at the London School of Economics. I did my master's from there. And, uh, but I came back to India in 2008. I have ever since been an entrepreneur working across sectors. And uh, also, you know, basically in the stock markets. And throughout this, I have realized that... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, all I want to be is happy. Right? No matter what I do, no matter what you, where you go, what you want to do, what you eat, what you don't eat. At the end of the day, it's all about happiness. So, you know, and uh, for the past few years, you know, I've been, I've been always wanting to tell people this, that, you know, happiness is very simple. Please, you know, don't complicate your life. Don't make it a habit to condition your happiness, right? And somehow, but never got the time to do it. Finally, you know, uh, the COVID lockdowns happened and, you know, everything came to a standstill. And that's when I thought, okay, now it's, if I don't write now, I will never write. So that's when, <laughs> that's when this book was born. And it has a lot of, it's, it's actually got a lot of my, my personal experiences. Because uh, everything that I have written is something which I have learned. And it is all my perspective. So it's not necessarily the right perspective. It's not necessarily what I have said is, you know, uh, the fundamental truth, let's say. Yes, it's my perspective. It's how I have looked at 
and analyze the events of my life so it's and that's why it's very simple because it's it's something which has been written straight from what i felt and this how i am trying to explain it to myself yeah yeah and i love that you brought up perspective because after like i published my, my book came out last february of 2021 but i finished it in january of 2020 and since then you know we we're always learning and growing i am anyway and now that i've you know have this podcast and i've been coaching specifically on mindset i think it re- happiness really comes down to your perspective right it's that choice like you you started out saying we all you have two choices. Every situation, there's always two choices, and happiness is the same way. Yes, and it's very important to understand that you know what you've said is happiness is your perspective, mm-hmm. not others' perspective of your happiness. Right, and that's where we've got it all wrong. That you know we've let everyone else define what is happiness, and this is something that we have to come out from. And it's very simple actually. You know, it's not complicated at all. I don't. No, uh, there is so much complexity that has gone into you know marketing happiness to us that we have simply you know surrendered to this idea that you know let others define what is happiness. I can't be happy today the way I am because the world says no. You to go, you've got to be happy when you reach that stage, and then what happens is once you start making happiness conditional, it doesn't end because you know the goalposts keep changing. You achieve one thing. then your happiness suddenly becomes something else so then you know you re- you spend the rest of your time or energy and your talent to reach that x then it becomes x plus y so you know it goes on you know the moment you once you start this conditionality of happiness there is no limit and uh, also you know a lot of people think that this philosophy means that you know you have to be satisfied where you are no i think ambition is an integral part of your happiness but you have to define your ambition and if you say that this is what i have achieved and i should be happy you should be happy the problem is we are giving our ambition to others to define we are letting others define success for us we are letting others define happiness for us but we want to be independent we want to call ourselves independent so that is where i think you know we've got it wrong well not only that i i feel like social media is defining a lot of what people do and what happens is is they compare themselves right because on social media everybody's happy all the pictures it's just happy 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 and i promise you these people like because what happens is is other people look at their posts and they think oh gosh why can't i be that happy or you know they compare their lives to a facade because it's really these posts are a facade it's not real and when you start comparing yourselves to other yourself to other people that's when you know that's just a downward spiral so that's what i've written about that you know you have to live your life the way you want to live and that's the easiest way to be happy uh, i have covered actually the social media impact on our happiness again in the form of a story because i think that is something which is very specific to our generation yes you know people before yes. us have not gone through this i do not know what will happen in the future 
but yes we are the first generation that is going through this kind of a you know revolutionary definition of happiness you know this is very selective this is very this is highly selective uh, you know inputs that we get for our happiness you know people only put out what they want to put out but we think that that moment that one photograph that one click is defining their life and so it should define our lives so i think that's a very important uh, topic that has to be understood by everyone that social media is you know it's it's very dangerous if you just take it at face value yeah yeah i know i limit i very very much limit my time on facebook and i'll have people say they'll say oh you know i did this i'm like oh you did well didn't you see my post i'm like no i didn't well, what do you mean you didn't see my? i'm like well i sorry I, I like to live my life. I can't do it on my phone. I can't sit with that phone in front of me scrolling through social media for hours on end. It's just, it's not, it's not a healthy, it's not healthy for people. It's, it's a tragedy. It's, it's a tragedy actually that sometimes you walk into a restaurant and you see families, you know, sitting on the same table, each with their phone. And, you know, that's, like this. yeah. So, you know, you, this is an addiction and you cannot be happy if you continue it this way. So, you know, after doing all this, if you still ask the question why you are happy, then, you know, you should know the answer. The answer lies is because you are defining it in the wrong way and you are letting others define your happiness. So, there is no way you can be happy. That's right. That's right. I love it. So, Vipur, is there anything else that you want to share with the audience before we finish up? I think the last message or the last thing that I would like to tell anyone who's listening to this or who reads the book is that guys please take control of your happiness because you know you are you are the only one who's responsible for it yeah. and you know there is no way you cannot put that responsibility on anyone else right. you have to make yourself happy exactly that's exactly right I love it thank you so much for joining me today it's been an honor to talk to you I can't wait to read your book and I will be sure to uh, leave a review online as well. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. That was such a great conversation. And dare I say one more time, I love talking to people that speak my language. So you can find out how to um, reach Vipur in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening today. As always, I hope that you and your family are safe and healthy and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and extraordinary happiness. Take care, everyone.